Welcome to Thin Fat Line, the podcast that explores the line between loving yourself just as you are and the unhealthy and toxic things we do and say, sometimes in the name of health. Hosted by Whitney Andrews, a girl who has been coming to terms with her own journey of health and self-love for as long as she can remember. Warning, the following conversations may be triggering and may discuss sensitive topics. Please move forward as you feel comfortable. The goal of this podcast is to create a conversation and community of support and understanding. Welcome to Thin Fat Line. Welcome everybody back to Thin Fat Line. I'm sitting here today with Miss Tina of Beausoleil Boudoir Photography. Um, and I'm really excited about this show. It's been a while since I recorded. Um, since I last recorded, Louisiana has had Mardi Gras. I've done the great Louisiana exodus to where you either do Mardi Gras or you travel. Mm -hmm. um, we chose to travel this year to go to the great magical adventure of Disney, which will be the last time. I do Disney for a long time. That's why my kid cried. Let me turn this phone off. I, I did the opposite. I did full-on Mardi Gras. See, and I really wanted to. Um, we decided that we wanted to do last Mardi Gras because it was canceled. Mm -hmm. We were like, hey, we need to do a trip with, like, our parents. Mm -hmm. So Ben kind of, like, got with his parents. I got with my mom. And we thought we can either do a cruise or we can do... Disney. Right. And because they're kind of already planned for you, there's plenty of entertainment. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, there's something for kind of everybody. I'm kind of anti Disney, which I feel like I'm about to get voted off like some Southern Island for <laughs> that. Because I just look at how much money you spend and I think of how many vacations I could go to like actual oh, yeah. real places and not manufactured places. But you can go to so many countries and just up alone. <laughs> I had dessert in France. There you go. <laughs> and pizza in Italy all in there the same night. Um, and so that's, I think, where it comes down to. Like, I can appreciate it. Like, it's a very, like, cool place. I think I'm more interested in, like, how they did everything than I am Disney oh, the behind itself. behind the scenes. Is my thing. But it's just exhausting. I'm about and to go. And it's expensive. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, so we took all, so we decided on Disney because my husband and I have wanted to go to Bermuda forever. And when cruise lines open back up, we got, like, flights the cruise we get to go to acadia bar harbor like bermuda for three days all for two thousand dollars total oh wow that's all awesome. that includes like everything so yeah which cruises are another thing that i'm like mm, sometimes but like i kind of I'm, have you done it with a bunch of people before have you like gone on no. a, i've gone on cruises with like 15 people for a wedding party that was epic because you always have a friend somewhere well and i think that's where a cruise would be like really fun instead of like let's go rent this house like in the mountains where you're really stuck together let's just stare at each other right because i mean i like people and i love my friends but not that much well because the nice thing about the cruise when you're with a bunch of people you can be like you know i'll see you at like i don't know like ice skating or whatever right and then if you're like mm, i don't want to see people you just go back to your cabin and you're like I'm done I don't know. To my do. husband's he was like do we have a um balcony which is a nice segue into what you do because he's like i want to like get really he's gonna kill me <laughs> He's like, we can have, like, sex on the balcony. And I'm like, no. I might fall over. Mm. But no. Like, we don't, but no. And he's like, I mean, we could put, like, a curtain up. Then what's the point? Like, <laughs> put a curtain. Like, let's have sex on behind this curtain. He's no. going to kill me. I'm going to have to edit this out. Like. That's all, well, you can't do it. It's the segue into what I do. Right? Okay. So we have Tina here uh, with Beausoleil Boudoir and Photography. We'll spell that out at the end. Like, y'all just chill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
But um, so talk a little bit about what you do and then, you know, yeah, okay. we'll go into So this. let's see, how, how does sex on a balcony segue into what I do? <laughs> well, like, I think we were talking earlier. So before this, you were like, how far can I go? And I'm like, mm, I mean, it's it's meant for adults. adults. Yeah. But I mean, we, we're not making porn over here. No, not at all. So I own Beausoleil Boudoir. We are a boudoir and portrait company. We specialize in... Uh, fine portraits, intimate portraits of women. So boudoir, sexy naked pictures, pretty much is the the easiest way to say it. Um, We photograph women, men, couples, um, and it can go anywhere from as conservative as you want to as risque as you want. It's all about where you want to set your boundaries and how much you want to push them. And I love it. So I think sometimes... And I can remember the first time I had like an introduction. One of the things I love about y'all, which I think sets y'all apart from other boudoir companies, because I think the industry as a whole is amazing when it comes to celebrating yourself. Like everybody needs yeah. to see themselves in a boudoir light because you'll be like, you can feel so gross and so disgusting. And then you see your boudoir photography and it doesn't even matter if you're making the like right. weird faces. You're like, damn, I look that's, like that. That's my ass. Damn. Like, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. there was one I took with y'all and you posted it for like Tushy Tuesday a long time ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, look at her. This is, the way, this is where we are. Yeah. Um, and, but I just think it's such a great way to celebrate your body. It's not just, I think that's one of the things I had to get out of my head is like, it was great to do it for my husband, but it's not something you have to do for somebody except yourself. Right. right. And that's the biggest thing. That's, that's kind of what we promote is like, um, for your own confidence, for like seeing yourself in a light that maybe you don't normally see yourself in and not just as like a gift to somebody else, but a gift to yourself. Right. And it was so much fun because you get your hair done, you get your makeup done. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And you just feel like a million bucks. You, you don't want to put your pants on at the end. You're like, do I have to get dressed? This right? is great. Mm. I can tell you. Well, and one of the fun things, so like it's fun because I was photographed by y'all so you come in, you get your hair done, but y'all also have like cool props, like so big, yeah. like feather shoulders. And like, you feel like one of the Victoria's Secret angels, mm-hmm. like walking through and you're like, yep. Oh yeah. We added like a, a full six foot wing to our, Stop. yeah. See, now I have to do it again. Yeah, you do. Like we have, um, we've expanded our closet. So we have like six foot wings. We have these like huge, we call them, I killed my husband robes where you look like you've been like <laughs> oh, drinking. Are they some, the like feather ones? The fluffy ones. Yeah. Where, where you're you like, to, hmm, Mrs. Peacock in the conservatory with the lead pipe. That's who we Yes. Do. Where you need to talk in like a transatlantic. Yeah. I can't talk. Transatlantic yeah. accent. Um, no, I love it. See, I have to do it again because I did it before. So I had surgery, mm-hmm. like the vertical sleeve, gastric, I don't know, yeah. And so I remember I had a friend do like boudoir before because I needed to know that I wasn't having surgery because of my size. Like it was right. more for my health. Like I needed to know, like, mm-hmm. this is not about being prettier. This is not about liking yourself more. Like, which really goes down to the whole entire, like, I think where there's a really great purpose in, in boudoir. You know, yeah. there's so many great, but like. Just celebrating yourself is mm-hmm. probably my favorite thing about it. But I was like, okay, and then I'm going to do it after. That right. way I can remind myself, like, it wasn't about, like, I was right. awesome in both of them. Yeah, it's, it's about you. Because I've been photographed over the last 10 years. So one of my partners, uh, Max, has been shooting boudoir for over 10 years. And he has photographed me at every weight, at every point in my life, um, pre-boobs, post-boobs, 20 pounds less, 20 pounds more, like everything. And I love all the images, like throughout my life, throughout what my body looks like. And it's like, oh, I need to remember to appreciate this because there's images from 
you know, 20, 30 pounds heavier when I was really down on myself. And I was like, what do you, why, why look at this? Like, you love this image. So I was, it's funny you say that. I was watching a TikTok because TikTok is honestly like my. It's life. I it's, love it. it's, it's my, like, I'm going to be like really, it's social media that I don't know if I've just curated my feed to the things that I've liked. I have. To where it, it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And I see how clever people are. And really, honestly, like how intuitive people are. And it's just refreshing to see people mm-hmm. just like celebrating their like absolute randomness. And mm-hmm. so I love it. Like I get that there's like really dark sides of it and like any social media. But it's the same thing with Facebook. Like I've kind of gotten my feeds where it's like people that I'm like, oh, I love to see your kid. You know, love like your dogs, look at puppies. Yeah, That's what it is. it's like and so, you know, it is what you make it like you can find the good. But TikTok, I was watching this TikTok and. I forget what it was. I saved the sound. But it was talking about how at 20, you're going to look back at your 15-year-old self and be like, man, I wish I looked like her. And at 30, you're going to look back at your 20-year-old self. And then how at like 50 and 60, you're just like, dude, I don't care. And it's like, so either you can adopt that mentality now like, and realize you're always going to wish for something. And But it was. It was like that. And it's like. Is that a blonde-headed woman holding a baby? Is that who was doing it? Maybe. Because she's a boudoir photographer. Is she? Yeah. I I know who that is. I've actually done a class with her. And I know exactly who you're talking about. But I just love that sounds. And I think that's why, because sometimes I'm just like, yes, I needed to hear this. Like, it's amazing how, I just look at it. It's like, we all have those things that it's like, there are points that you're just like. Hang on just a second. You're not talking into the microphone. I feel like it's, I was going to move it and then. Thanks. I should have like some Hello. background Hello. music. Like one time I did this, I'm like, the lady was way far back, and I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> she was like, yeah, she like freaking almost went through this thing, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to, I'm not trying to make speak you into the microphone. <laughs> so I have a friend. Is it close enough? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm like all up on it. I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to be here. Okay. I got to sync you. Um, I forget what I was talking about before I was like away from the microphone, but the lady with the baby in the 10, every 10 years, I think it's like, I look at that and I see how like intuitive people are. And it's like, we all have the ability to like, think of ourselves better. Like at what point did you convince yourself you weren't worth it? Because you're definitely speaking this to other people. Right. I think that's why I love TikTok. Cause I'm like, sometimes I just need people to speak these things to me. Mm-hmm. But, and when are you ever going to feel like you're enough is the thing. Cause you're going right. to look back and you're gonna be like, Oh man. Oh, you know, I was 15. I had this great body. And then you're like, but at 15, I didn't think I did at 20. Yeah. I didn't think I did. So when are you going to appreciate yourself? You know, what's funny is I was sitting there and so I had the surgery. And so my body has gone through like major changes mm-hmm. far beyond my size and um, I was sitting there and just, and I've, I, I weigh myself weekly because it's important for like my doctors to know, to know just, you know, where I am, but I pay more attention to like food and all that stuff. So like before somebody jumps down my throat for that, but I weighed myself and I, I officially hit my pre-pregnancy weight seven years mm-hmm. later, which is great and fine. But it's interesting to me how different my body is now mm-hmm. than it was pre-pregnancy. But beyond that, how right now I can remember being this weight pre-pregnancy and thinking like, I am giant. Yeah. And like, I am gross Mm -hmm. and I am disgusting. And now I'm just like, oh my gosh, look what I did. Look what I did. And it's so fascinating to me 
how the same exact thing can be celebrated differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. At different points in your life. Well, and that's one of the things that like with boudoir, we tell people like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I need to lose 10 pounds before I do it. And I'm like, why, why, why do you need to lose 10 pounds before you do this? During the entire session, I am trying to make you more curvy. Like the way you stand, the way you move. I want you to have feminine curves. I want you to have that sensuality. So fun fact, I was TikToking last night in mm-hmm. the bathtub and I ran across yours where you're like, sit like this. And then it was like, turn like this. And I remember like, Ben got out of the shower. My, my husband has the worst sinus infection right now oh. ever. And so he's like, all like, <laughs> you know, and like he gets out and I'm like, hey, <laughs> and he's like, you look really nice, but I don't feel good. <laughs> I like that you and used like, one of my posing I did. That's so awesome. it's fun because I was like, ooh, ooh. And I think, you know, but it was funny how you pay attention to those because you do. You're like, turn your waist this way and it kind of, you know, yeah. and it's just, it is. I think everybody should do boudoir, men and women. So, like, let's talk about, like, I can only speak as a female doing it who was like, right. we're about to celebrate. But talk about kind of some of the sessions and, like, your favorite stories and whatever. Just go with it. Oh, my gosh. We, we have so many really great sessions. We have sessions with women from their early 20s to um, in their 70s. One of the sessions that really stands out to me is we had a client. She um, found out she had salivatory gland cancer, so in her face. And she was like, oh, no. Um, I don't know if I can cuss. Can I cuss? Mm -hmm. Okay, I have a sailor's mouth. Um, She's like, oh, shit. I am about to have surgery on my face. I may never look the same again. Um, I may not have a jaw. Uh, We don't know. And so she came in because she wanted to document what she looked like at the time, She's like, I don't care about my weight. I don't care. She's like, I, I need to be able to look back on this if I'm horribly disfigured. I want to be like, look, I was pretty. And so we did her shoot. And, I mean, we she did an erotica shoot. So we shot everything. And it was phenomenal. She did an amazing set. Her album was gorgeous. She came in. She cried when she saw it. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad. They're like, this is me. Um, and I got to see her after her surgery. It went fabulously. She looked great. She's like, but I'm so glad that I had the knowledge that I, I had these images of myself. And she said, I'm actually going to write a forward in my boudoir album to my like future granddaughters and to my future like like women in my family to be like, love yourself, embrace yourself. You don't know what's going to happen. And so she's writing like a formal forward in her boudoir album. She's like, they're going to find this. They're going to be like, damn, granny's hot. And she's like, yes, appreciate this. And that really stuck with me. It's like her story. I have, we have so many good ones. Um, women before double mastectomies. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my hairstylist mom is going through um, breast cancer. And she came and I told her, I said, hey, you know, do you, do you think your mom would want to, to, to have photos of herself before? And she's like, yes. So we, we did a whole shoot with her where it was like, you know, just really soft and beautiful. And it was like, her actual like her breasts before right. she had like not her breasts and so that was moving um we've we do we do shoot men we do shoot couples um so couples together really like embracing their sensuality and like really reconnecting is the big thing it's not about just like here's some hot images and let's do this thing but like the connection between the people and like touching the lower back and things like that well, and I would think in a couple's you would capture because there's so much more to intimacy and sensuality than like the kind of physical being right. of it. So even though you're, you know, 
a picture captures at face value the physical mm-hmm. aspect of it, but like it only is good if there's the like connection connection yeah. and so i would think it'd be like really cool to watch it's cool like couples I think you kind of lead them through <laughs> it would really is you lead them through like you you create like these arcs and like emotion and like you like bring it up and you bring it down and it's the moments where because you have two photographers right so most of the time people will focus on either me or my partner and then the other person captures the candid moments and so you catch them like giggling and nuzzling and like having a really fun connected time and they're not posing right and so that's really fun to catch well and it's funny and I I I do love the fact that you have two photographers because some of my favorite photos from anything I mean for my wedding from like um I think like one time I actually for the girl's birthday like have hired a photographer are not the ones that the you're looking at them, but they're like the moments kind of like in between. In fact, at my wedding, the, so, you know, Jenna Oaken. Mm -hmm. So she photographed our wedding Mm -hmm. and she's, she had, I cannot think of her, Jessica's husband that works with her. Gosh, Mm -hmm. I think um, the photos on my wall, they're blown up giant. None of them are posed. They're all the like candid moments, candid moments that I'm like, this is great. But I know, like, for me, I love the idea of, like, an album and, like, Ford. Because I think that's something that, like, for the girls, it's, like, one, you know, I want to do an entire series on this podcast about just sex and how it's not a dirty thing to be, like, ashamed of in any factor, shape, form, or fashion. But beyond that, I think that being sexy is not a bad thing. No. And it doesn't look a certain way. Not at all. And it doesn't preclude you from being intelligent. You can be right. beautiful, sexy, and intelligent. So I always tell people like, okay, so kind of, I promise this relates back, but so I got this note, this message from my bus driver, <laughs> about to embarrass the heck out of my six-year-old when she gets older. And I get this message on my phone and it's text and it's like, so Vivian mooned the bus today. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And Why? And I was like, I didn't know whether to laugh, cry, like what I was supposed to do with this information. And so I was like, okay. And so thank God it was a text because I, I don't know how it would have responded. And so she's in the backseat and I was like, um, let's talk about what happened on the bus, you know, like, and we go through and it turns out that it was really like, she was leaning to see something and her little tights kind of slipped down. So therefore it took her skirt with her and it was like halfway and some kids were laughing and she thought, well, mom, you told me that I can either laugh, they can either laugh at me or with me. Mm -hmm. And so I pulled it down and shook my booty. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay, fair enough. Like, let's not do that. But I remember calling my friend and was like, one of the things I say, we live in a naked house in the sense that like, it's never been something like to be ashamed of, like Mm -hmm. all that stuff. We're not like walking around like in a nudist colony, which more power to you if you do, but like, that's just not something we do. But I would call my friend. I was like, I think that our house is too naked. (laughs) I'm not the person to tell that because I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I'm a, I'm a naked person. We have the theory that like, if you don't want to see us without clothes, don't look in our windows. Like, Mm -hmm. but it was really funny because that was my thought is like, oh my gosh, is it, are we, are we too? Are we too comfortable, right? Like too comfortable in our own skin. And then I thought like, what a crazy idea is that? Like she legit just, you know, but I remember that was the first time I asked that. And one of the things that, you know, in my bathtub, I have truly ironic, the paintings I have, because I have this giant like 
bathtub and bathroom. But I have a one I painted myself. There was this mirror that used to sit by our bed because we we're getting rid of it. You know how like mm-hmm. there's an abyss that things you're going to get rid yep. of go to garage sale. So pile. It, was a, it was this mirror kind of leaning. And every time I would like see myself like I would catch like and I would look at it and be like, man, like I'm sitting and like it's frumpy and like things are hanging. And, you know, you're just criticizing every right. last because that's what it was. It was like criticizing and attaching this emotion mm. to every last thing on there. And I remember like I drew a sketch of it and I was like. But I did it from the back, like, mm-hmm. because of me, like, looking, because I have, like, my, I have had melanoma, so I have this big scar on my back. It looks like I had spine surgery. And, like, there were just things, and I have the, like, I was, sorry, mom stoned at 18 and, like, got a tattoo on my ass. And, like, you know, there are these things, things yeah. that are there. And so I drew a sketch of it, and then it turned into a painting. And then I remember I had a friend take a picture of me sitting on a bed, and I wasn't completely, but I was, like, I want the photographic evidence. Mm-hmm pre-surgery of like this is what I would stare at so like the painting the drawing the painting and then the actual photograph like mirror and Ben's like are you really gonna hang that where our kids can see I was like yes yes I am you can't see anything but I want the girls to know like you can celebrate yourself at any size we have clients that that struggle with that because we do wall art mm-hmm. and we you know it, it's a lot of fine art nudes it's them it's Ex- they're exposed and we have a lot of clients that go back and forth like should I hang this in my house well some people are like I've taught my kids that it's just the body and it's beautiful and whatever and some people are like I don't know I have like 16 year old boys so they'll hang it in like the bathroom right and they're like well if they see it in my bathroom well, too bad well and I just was like this is where the painting is so this is where the photo is going to be mm-hmm. but I think that was the thing is like I know what it's like to feel like you're not allowed to celebrate yourself mm-hmm. because we're taught not to right for better or worse, and I don't think anybody has any ill intentions, but society teaches that. Um, it was taught to my mom, so she taught it to me. Like, you, you, modesty is, like, a thing. And my mom struggled for a long time, which, sorry, mom, because she was yeah. always like, I don't know why you take these photos. I don't know why you do this. And now she's like, she's like, okay, I get it. Like, she's getting right. more comfortable with it. But it's still a struggle for her because that was a whole thing. It's like, modesty, modesty. But I'm not a modest person. Well, and I think modesty is also something that, it can be a dangerous concept mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. we don't teach little boys modesty. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, would they have sent you a note with, if that had been a son? Right. That he mooned. He'd be like, oh, little Johnny mooned the bus. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, and it was. It was like a conversation that we had. And it was like, I appreciate what you were doing. And like, more power to you. That was the best possible way. Because what I don't want you to do is shrink down because somebody's laughing because your tights slipped down a little bit. Yeah, like, and then shrink butt. down and be ashamed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you have the confidence just yeah. to do this. However, mm-hmm. there's a place and a time. Yeah. You You're know, like, you can't just show people your butt. So <laughs> next time, just kind of like laugh with them because, like, oops, my, my stuff slipped and pull it back up mm-hmm. and move on with your life, you know? Yeah. But it was, I mean, she was five at the time. So, like, I was like, hell yeah, that's what you did. You know, and then I, I told, and she was never in trouble. It wasn't anything that mm-hmm. went on. Like, thank God, you know, they all knew. But it was, it's like modesty is not a concept that's taught to boys. And it, I, I shouldn't say that. That's not a blanket. That's a huge broad. Right. But overall, it's not something that's taught right. to boys. Like, in fact, we're taught just the opposite. And we're taught if a girl isn't modest, not to get all down into this rabbit hole, that they're asking for Well, and that's something that you know? we like deal with with boudoir is like, helping people break free of that modesty. Right. And feel comfortable in their skin and feel okay and be like, I can, I can just exist and like creating a safe space 
Well, and I think that also goes to the fact that if what you're most comfortable in is a t-shirt that covers all of you, it can still be right. super sexy. Yeah. And that's something that like and we have people shoot in all the time where they're like, I'm going to do like a rocker tee. We had somebody just recently shoot in like a rocker tee and like her duty boots. And like, that was like her outfit and she was so cool and it was so sexy. And like it, it spoke to who she was. Right. It's celebrating. And I know it's not for other people, but the other day I was wearing, I don't know, I was wearing, right now I'm in between sizes and so clothes don't fit. They fit differently. Right. And my husband's like, I don't know why it's sexier to see like half of your, we call them like bottom biscuits, you know, <laughs> like like the bottom biscuits uh-huh. as opposed to like the whole ass. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, modesty can be a super sexy thing oh, yeah. if that's what you're comfortable in. I think it's like, but it's not required. Right. To celebrate yourself. Like it's totally okay to celebrate yourself. Fully clothed and not clothed at all. And that's something that, like, me and my partners talk about all the time is, like, not shaming anybody for what they're comfortable with and making sure that it's a safe space. Because we run the gamut of um, very modest T-shirt, full full bottom panties. I mean, we have people bring in, like, dresses and skirts, and that's what they feel sexy in, to, like, kinks and not kink shaming and being like, okay, well, what are you comfortable with and making it like a safe space to like discuss and say like, okay, well, where do you want this to go? How do you feel about this? And then like, you know, helping them through where they're at and feeling through it so that they're like, okay, I feel comfortable in this because I didn't have a place that I could. So one of your photographers, David, one of the things I still carry with me is he's like, "Mm, you know what colors you would look good in? And I'm like, I still carry that with me. Like whenever I'm shopping for anything, I'm like, hmm. And it's actually the color of your hair that he was yeah. like, yeah. he's like, your skin tone would look really good with this. And he's, he was right. Right. Mm-hmm. He was 100%. So I think that's something that's really cool with y'all is that there's support on all these levels from several different viewpoints, mm-hmm. because it's one thing to have a very feminine viewpoint. Another thing to have the masculine viewpoint without being kind of like, I never felt like creeped upon. Well, you there's know? the masculine viewpoint without the, without the masculine gaze. And we yeah. talk about that a lot because I have so backstory. I have two male photographers that shoot with me, and we shoot together, which is very different for most boudoir companies. Um, you most boudoir companies are female only, which is great. We're not female only. Um, we shoot with two photographers at one time, male and female, and you get both perspectives. And it, we were talking about how you want to like they say like oh I'm going to speak for my people. They'll say that all the time like. We'll be like, oh my God, your hair looks so good. This like, your makeup looks great. Your highlight's on point. And then they'll be like, right, but are you giving this as a gift? Because your butt looks really good in that one. And he, they'll say. 100%, because I did mine and I was doing it as a gift. And he's like, look, you've you've told us that your husband's an ass man. So that's great. And you look great. And if you want to photograph in that, do it for you. Mm-hmm. But if you want it for him, this is what he's going to want to see. Right. And that's and it's different because you can say like, oh, okay. Like we'll talk about like the feminine gaze and They'll tell you about like, okay, well, this is what like a guy may want to see. And then it's funny because like I'll push the boundaries on the more sensual stuff and you would think that they would, but that it's me. And like, they're very like cautious to make sure that you're comfortable. David is like, awkward. he's going to hate me talking about this. He's so awkward and it's what makes him endearing. Oh, I mean, I loved it. Like mm-hmm. to the point that I remember when COVID hit and. Here they did like the front porch project. I was like, hey, I don't know what you're doing. Like I'm messing mm-hmm. because I was like, I think he's a phenomenal photographer. Yes. Mm-hmm. 110%. He, he's amazing. And I still think there was a period. 
a long time ago, and I, I forget what shoes I had on, but I was taking a picture of my feet mm-hmm. on like a step or something, and I don't know, that used to be a thing that he did. Yes. You know how random conversations stick in your stick head? Stick in your brain. And that was a conversation I had with him, and I was like, oh, look, I'm taking a David picture. I have legit met him in person one time. Mm-hmm. And it like, like sticks in your it head. It sticks in my head of like his shoe pictures, mm-hmm. but like it is. It's, it's really cool. And I think that from the perspective of like boudoir, and I think from the idea of like, there's so many things that to me, when I first kind of like was like, oh, I'm going to do this. It was very much a like, I'm going to do this to look sexy and like never really like, I'm going to do it for my husband. And I never really realized how much it could do for like how I thought about myself, like that Mm -hmm. mental health aspect of it Mm -hmm. all. And I think that's something really special because I think so many times like any of that, like gets just like dismissed by like society is like, (laughs) just like sure go do that for your person like right are you just doing this because you want to like people to tell you you're cute because I've had friends who are like I would do it but I don't have anybody to give it to and I'm like "Mm." all the time yourself Yourself. yeah yeah it's an experience for yourself It's, it's definitely built around being an experience for you and then like the fact that they can have it as a gift is just like okay well you're welcome but like this is for me right I mean gift it to yourself like period, the end. I just think it's so good. Like when we're talking about like the idea of like health is like one of the things I've worked really hard on in the last, you know, three years specifically is like not attaching emotion to like my body. Like Mm -hmm. I have brown hair. I have brown eyes. I don't have a fat stomach. I have a stomach and it carries me, you know, like Mm -hmm. to not attach emotion. And there's such a weird thing when it's like you work really hard on that and maybe you haven't let go of it. You go take these pictures and all of a sudden you see yourself like you would think it'd be the same as seeing yourself in a mirror. It is not. But it's not like you see yourself like in those pictures and you're just like, oh, yeah. And we like, so we get, we actually have a lot of people that cry when they see their images, um, specifically when Max shoots. They like because you don't see yourself that way. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's different than a mirror. And one of the things that he said was it's the way that your partner sees you, and the way that your partner appreciates you. And you don't see that it when you're looking in a mirror, but when you are being photographed and it's a different angle, different like way to see yourself it's the way that they appreciate you and your body and you get to actually like feel that and see that which is so cool oh 100 percent. and I think that's you know you hear that figure of speech all the time like I wish you could see yourself like I see you Mm -hmm. it's like that that this is how you do it yep so I don't care if it's boudoir I don't care if you go to just somebody who's taking pictures of you and like go get your hair did Mm -hmm. go like have a day and have a day you, I mean, and, and have somebody take pictures of you. And that's one of the things like why I included like a portrait into what we do, because you don't, you don't have to be naked to do images like this. You can be fully clothed and do like a glamorous photo. I mean, that is why glamor shots was so popular through oh the eighties. And we like women our age still talk about like, Oh my God. Yeah. would I have a glamor shots done. But like, I so, loved it. Fun fact. I like want to do like a glamor shots, but I want to do like a super like 1980 glamor shot. Yeah. Like with the feather boa where you're like, like I, I really feel like this something. And like, I think mine, I was like a kid. So I was so in like I. a denim, like yeah. vest and like a sunflower hat or, or yes. like denim bucket hat, which are coming back. So it oh, they're back with a vengeance. So it wouldn't be hard for me to find the outfit Mm-mm, you could get it. at all. But like, I genuinely like I've thought about doing it with the girls, like having a ridiculous day so much fun to where we like go get like our hair like super like those foam rollers mm-hmm. like sleep in them and just let them down to where like it's just but like do it like that but also do it like in a modern way because yeah. you know in 20 years they're gonna look back and be like oh my god we did a 
glamour shot, but it like is the style for today. Right. And be like, oh, and be in fun. 20 years, that's going to be dated. Okay, I think we're on to something here. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> fun though. Cause like I loved my glamour shots. Like I remember walking through, like, let me date myself real quick, walking through the mall of Cortana. And when they finally closed glamour shots being like, I guess I'll never get to do that So again. yeah. Cause I guess I did mine. I lived in Slidell. So I did mm-hmm. mine at the mall there. Do they still do like senior pictures? Um, to where the girls like do the like black, like, did you have like to where it's yeah. like off the shoulder? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like my kid's not old, that old yet to do senior like, pictures now. So other than my boudoir company, I own a hair and makeup company. We do a right. lot of hair and makeup for senior, senior portraits now are like full out, like fashion photo shoots. Like you get the outfits, you go to on location, you have hair and makeup come with you. Like I'm surprised there's not a wind machine. And I was in like I think a structure plaid button down in jeans. I was in my with, Sonic uniform. I was totally in my Sonic uniform. Roller skates and all. Like my little hat. Cause that was like <laughs> what amazing. I did my senior year. I was like it was one of my outfits. I was like So I'm holding my dog in like a button down gap shirt mm-hmm. with jeans. And a belt and my Doc Martens because yeah. obs. Yeah. But not like the cool Doc Martens like now, like the, yeah, you know. Like what we had then, and yeah. I think that my boyfriend's in them with me. Like, oh my gosh. Not all of them, but like some of them. Had to be like, some of them. Did you pose out. on the big like numbers, like the year? No, because I did do them outside. So mine were a little different. Like I wasn't in studio. Like I was in studio, yeah. And so I did them a little different. Since I wasn't in studio, it was like out at like, I lived in Slidell, like out on the Honey Island Swamp, mm-hmm. you know? But, and I had my dog, Doodles. Mm-hmm. Doodles was my weenie dog. But also, I think that Josh was in them with me. So my high school boyfriend, shout out Josh, mm-hmm. you know, because I know he's listening to this. <laughs> well, it just, it goes to show you like how much the, like the, the experience of a photo shoot stays with us. Oh, and you don't think about it. To this day, my favorite thing, I believe, so separate from this, I always tell people like job, job. Um, I do PR marketing for mm-hmm. people and- one of the things they'd be like, oh, I just need somebody to do my social media. But they never have any content they can give me, like small businesses. So now I work into my social media packages to where they get a branding photo shoot. Right. Like, it's just part of it. Like, sorry, this is non-negotiable because I can't effectively do your social. Yeah, I can't market you without people somebody to market. People want to see you. People want to see real people. People want to see something. And you don't want stock photography that everybody else uses. Yeah. You know, and so we do branding shoots are some of my favorite I do them personally for myself Mm -hmm. at least twice a year yeah because I'm not going to take selfies and they're great like every once in a while like I'll do a selfie like whatever Mm -hmm. but they're my favorite thing to do and they make me feel like a million bucks I'm like I am the coolest and most important person right now in this world like yeah I have this shoot look at me I'm official look, look at me Mm-hmm. And it's just so, and I tell people, I, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, and I think that's what, we, I'm having issues with this mic today. It is out to get you. <laughs> like, you need to chill. Um, I tell people all the time, like, I think that goes to what we were talking about is, like, whether it's boudoir, whether it's just portraits, whether it's something, like, go have a professional take your picture. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if you're struggling with your confidence, like, go do, do it. it. Well, and I think this, like, I think they, they talk a lot of crap about Gen X, but I think, not Gen X, Gen Z. Where are we at? We're at X. I thought you said genetics no. at first, and no. I was like, "What? where are we no, going with this? No. Sorry, not Gen X. That's before. Millennials? Now, no, because we're millennials. Okay, Gen, which they talk crap about me all the time, and yeah. I'm like, you need to step off. Gen Z. Gen Z is all about, like, feeling confident in your body, taking the photos, do the photo shoot. Oh, this, the selfie generation, yeah. the I generation, yeah. And they're like, 
I love no, it. No shame in it. I almost came unglued on a beach vacation. Two of my makeup artists were like taking selfies at the beach in their bikinis, feeling themselves, feeling cute. They were all, you know, because I do boudoir. So they're like, oh my gosh, pose me. Like, I want to take like these like bomb selfies on the beach. And there was this man like making fun of them, like off to the side. And I almost went into like, not I'm not their mother, but I almost went to mom mode being like, don't you say stuff about them. Like they're having fun. And like they did not care less about him. And I embrace it fully. I loved it. So we were, we went to Disney. I think I addressed this for Mardi Gras. And there was a lot of people who, I I have two trains of thoughts. There's a difference in like feeling yourself and taking selfies. And that is something I 100% support. But then I also watched my child living her life. She was like recording the show that was happening instead of actually watching Watching the show. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes like I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, yeah, but what you're making fun of, it's just somebody like celebrating themselves and having fun in a, a two-hour queue line. Because let's be honest, Forever. you pay a fortune for Disney to wait in two-hour lines. Yes. Okay. So we're waiting in, in France. We were at least in France, in mm-hmm. Epcot. And like there were these girls in front of us who like were wearing it. And then we went to Hollywood and there was a girl in a full-on sequence dress. Cause And I heard her say it. She's like, I thought to myself, like, I didn't buy this dress to wear it once. And yeah. it's hot. It was like this little sundress. I'm like, you go. Yeah. But they, people were like, oh, my God, what is she doing? Because, of course, she was taking selfies. And it was. It was the same thing. It was like, she's having a blast. Like, yeah, this is what She's she, enjoying herself. What else is she going to do right now? Right. She's standing here. She has nothing to do other than just enjoy herself. What else is she going to do? Mm-hmm. You know? And so, um, but it is. I, I mean, I love it. And it's one of those things that I try to, like, it's just different. I think people, it's different for them to understand. And, and I think it goes to, you know, my mom can't understand. She's like, you just have so much more confidence than I did. And it's like. But it, I worked for it. Yeah. Like, I had to train it out of me because I was taught not to unless I yeah. looked a certain way. Right. Yeah, and that's a big thing is, like, now, now, like, I'm noticing a shift where it's, like, it doesn't matter. Just celebrate yourself. Like, wear that crop top. Right. Wear, wear something that shows your midriff. Like, embrace it. Enjoy it. Love it. And that's being translated with our boudoir stuff. Our, our younger women that come in in their 20s. They're like, oh my gosh, I brought all these things and I feel great in them. And, you know, years ago they would say like, oh, well, you can't wear that because this is your body shape or this, that, and the other. And it's like, "Mm, this fits her. This looks great. You know, what's funny is I have to like act like I'm just so like perfectly like understanding and woke about all this stuff. But I even find myself because I have a 15 year old and a six year old and I have to check myself even with the 15 year old, like, oh my God, those shorts. Well, and I told her Mm -hmm. one day I was like, you know. I don't know if you realize, but those shorts showed, this is what it showed. Is that your intention? Right. Because if it is, that's great. And my mouth is shut now. Mm -hmm. I know that's not how I would be comfortable, right? Like physically comfortable. Like to me, I was like, that's hurting me watching her walk in these, you know? And she's like, well, I knew they were a little uncomfortable, but I just thought that's how shorts were supposed to fit. And I was like, I mean, they don't have to, but if that's what you want, like 100%, like, but I had to even check myself to ask her, like, is this what you're going for? If it is, this is where I shut the heck up. Yeah. If you're happy with this, then okay, cool. And if it's not, then this is how I kind of like help you find something that you are loving and you feel good in. Right. But I just was like watching and I'm like, I'm like... (laughs) physically uncomfortable Uncomfortable, you know because you would be uncomfortable in it right but she's not but I had to check myself right and so even with you know my six-year-old it's not the same thing but she's like I want to wear these like t-shirts that she got for free at the dentist's office and I'm like but I've 
bought you all these clothes. And I've really had to like be like, that's not her style. And she's figuring it out. Yeah. And I just have to let it go. And she doesn't want to pull her hair back for anything. And I think, though, that it's at that young age that I can remember. It's like, oh, you have to have a bow in your hair. And you have to do this. And then it's like you just move on. It keeps going, yeah. It keeps going. And it never ends. And it's like, so I have to, like, as a parent, my husband and I, on a regular basis, are like, where do we step in? Right. And the answer is, is, like, sometimes we just ask the question, is this your intention? Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. And go from there. Like, are you are you loving what you look like right now? Yep. Cool. And Moving then on. because if you were supporting it now, then later in life, like we, when we're doing a boudoir session, won't have to unpack that because we we do. We have people come in who on the phone with my um, my booking manager, shout out to Stacy because she's amazing. I love her. Um, she will talk people through things and say, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I want to have like a more like, um, conservative album and I want to do like a more risque album and then they get there and they like shut down and they're like I, I don't know if I could do this and so then we start like talking about like outfits and what do you want to bring what do you want to wear and we recently had a client who had like all these like body hang-ups and she was she's gorgeous gorgeous like and she had all these body hang-ups and then we were talking about like her more risque stuff and like none of the stuff she brought was risque so I like I, we have body harnesses and we mm-hmm. have like more like BDSM BDSM-y stuff. And I said, well, do you want to wear this? Would, would you be comfortable with this? And she was like, yeah, yeah, And then she was like, I don't know. And then she was like, yeah, yeah, So we're like unpacking her going, yes, no, yes, I don't know, yes. And it's like, I, I want to help you, but well, I can't. And one of the things is, for anybody listening, if you're doing a boudoir, because it is, it's like I feel like y'all were the first time I had ever done anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like y'all were unpacking a lot, but I can I can – you can see it in my face. Like when I saw the pictures, I love them. But at the same time, I'm like, I can tell that I was like, this was the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like for anybody who may be doing that, it's like, just do it. Yeah. There's nothing saying you have to Get put the picture images. in an album yeah. or put it in an image. Just roll with it. Yeah. You'd be surprised what like, because it's always the stuff that I'm like, oh, oh. And we have like repeat Clients, like I personally have been photographed over 10 times for a boudoir. Mm-hmm. And every time I I discover something about myself from my first few sessions where like a hand on the inner thigh was just, that was just too sensual to me. Like I just, I could not, oh my gosh, like that was too much. Till like now, I, I don't care. Like, but to like unpack that over time even myself getting more comfortable with what I'm comfortable with and then comfortable asking people to do, I see an evolution of it. And it's like, right. you get more and more comfortable. We have people who will shoot and then like, oh, for my next session, I know what I'm aware. Now I know what to look for in my lingerie. Now I know. Let Change me tell you, I my lingerie looks totally different. Than it did before. Than it did before. Mm-hmm. And You're welcome. <laughs> Well, you're welcome, welcome. husband. <laughs> now wear that shit for me. No, you should. Um, you should just have it on because it's... Well, there's some celebrity that just wears lingerie under her clothes because it makes her feel good. Well, and some of the lingerie that it... I don't think... It's not comfortable. Yeah, it's not practical. <laughs> it's not practical. But it's hot. But it's hot as fuck. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's like you just kind of like evolve. And I think it's something that just... It's just so good. Uh, just have your picture taken. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's your friend and be like, take a picture of me here. Mm-hmm. Like, do something. Just do it, yeah. Because I genuinely believe that the people that are like, oh my God, giving people a hard time are pissed because... They want to do it on the inside. Yes, or they want somebody to be taking pictures of them. 
Or they want somebody to want to do that. And sometimes I just like, I remember, so there were people, and I I mean, my parents, I mean, they're older. They're of the generation. It's like, oh my God, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, let's take a selfie then. Like, let's document it. Do you want some documentation of this line? Because we got it. Yeah. And you are looking good. And they're like, I don't know. You know, and of course now it's like four o'clock and like our parent generation, my husband are talking, or like have to put makeup on for everything. That's just- yeah. You know, and I'm like, so everything's melted off. And here I am, like, walking out, like, mm-hmm. I have on mascara so that, like, I'm here. I look like I have eyelashes. Um, and not saying that one is better than the other. Right. Like, makeup is not my thing. Right. In fact, whenever I get my makeup done for something, I'm always like, do it enough to where in the photographs I look alive, but, like, I don't have on makeup. Right. Yeah, you want the no makeup makeup. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just because that's how I feel Prettiest. the sexiest. Mm-hmm. Like... The prettiest. And so, um, and one is not better, like have fun with it. And I think that's really what it comes down to is like, I think that somewhere along the lines in like when you have people, a professional taking pictures of you, it no longer becomes about what you had to do to get here, but more like this finished project and celebrating yourself and all those things. So, yeah. So I guess that's kind of, which is the entire point of Thin Fat Line. It's kind of like there is... The line is something that, like, you draw yourself. Like, right. you only know where you've crossed the And it the moves. Line. And it, it moves. And it's, it's flowing. Like, it's not just, like, staunch. You so move your line. I was at Mid-City Makers Market, which is my favorite. Love it, yeah. And there was this girl, and I was telling her, I was like, I want pictures. Like, I did this, and I want, like, something in my office to, like, highlight these things. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, I want you to draw the thin fat line. Like, had no, mm-hmm. that was the only instruction. She's like, what? legit it was a flowing line Mm -hmm. she's like because i just felt like it can't be a straight line right like it just can't like because the idea of the podcast originally started with i was a bigger girl and i recognized i had health issues that were in direct correlation to my size right however because that didn't mean that i was less pretty less beautiful less anything i could still celebrate myself and know that health-wise i needed to change something Mm -hmm. And so, um, so the whole idea of the line was like, where's the line between the things we do in the name of health that really service and the things we do in the name of health that are really toxic. And to me, for me, the idea of like promoting the sense of like modesty to an extreme that it's like hide yourself Mm -hmm. is toxic. Yeah. Like period. Like that's a hard line for me. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, but I recognize that may not be for everyone. For everyone. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so with that, tell me like. In your experience, kind of watching this, you've seen all these photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Where is that line? Ooh. Where? Okay. Between, like, the really kind of, like, this is, like, really healthy and great. And, like, this is not so healthy and great. I don't, I don't, I don't know where the line is with me. Like, in, you have to give me some more, give me some more direction. Because I'm not sure okay. what you're asking. So, where is the line? And, I mean, you're in, you're not in a, a direct health field as it is right arguably i'd say that you were right but um where is when you watch people come in and i think you've kind of like answered it along the way is because we said that it moves but you see all these things where is the line for you we'll just ask for you between the things that you do in the name of health and the name of self-love and the name of like whatever that are really serve you and the things that are really toxic for you Ooh, um so like like me personally or me in the business, I guess would be the question. Let's do both. Okay. One, pick per- one. Personal. Okay. So I, like I, like you were talking about you weigh yourself for your doctors and things like that. I don't weigh myself ever. 
Um, my, my scale of how I look is if my mom tells me I look cute because that's the most <laughs> honest person. Um, and so that like not taking that to heart is one of the things that like, if she says one thing or the other, which I, and I love my mother, but like, she's my most harsh critic. So it's like, okay, that's something that I don't take to heart. If like, we're kind of talking about like where that line is like with my body and then with professionally my, my light of like what I do for health versus what I do for, I guess, work is I'm trying to let to work less so that I can be more healthy and I'm trying to have like boundaries and work yeah, so that I can be more healthy because I'm running two businesses. So now I'm like, okay, let's set some boundaries and like, I was reading something recently, and I don't know if this really ties into it, but it, it like, doesn't matter. Stuck, it just stuck roll with, with it. me that like um, there was this whole like generation of women that like started having businesses and doing their things and had like their side hustles turning into their hustles and like girl bossing and like that was something I really embraced. And somebody was like, "I don't want a girl boss. I want to have balance." And I'm like, "Oh no, I've girl bossed so long, and now I'm like, yeah, I want some balance, please." I it's. So going back to TikTok, we started there and now we're back. We'll go back. Um, there was a thing like, I don't want a girl boss. I don't want to do this. I just want to like live in the moment. And I think that's something that I've really had to break is that hustle is a season. Mm-hmm. Like you hustle for a season of life. And we've come to celebrate the hustle so much that rest yeah. has become a mal, like a bad thing, like almost a malfunction of the body instead of like a, this is really important to mm-hmm. do. And, um, rest is hard for me. Rest. It's so important. I mean, like even from a physical health standpoint, Mm -hmm. I don't think I realized how important rest was. Like one of the first things they did when I was like, look, I I have to, for my physical health, lose some weight, like Mm -hmm. lose some of this excess that I'm carrying around. Right. And they were like, cool, let's talk about everything. And I thought we were going to start with, like, food. And they were like, let's talk about your sleep schedule. And I'm like, what the fuck? My sleep like, schedule. Like, I go to wh- sleep and then I Like, up. I go to sleep when I stop. And, you know, and so learning that everything exists in a season, including our food. Like, I mean, Mother Nature shows us that mm-hmm. things exist in season. And we're not used to that anymore because tomatoes can be grown year-round. Right. Just like, go, all go, this go, stuff. go, go. And so, but our bodies are meant to exist in season. So hustle is a season. So, like, one of the things I'm like, balance is a myth. Mm-hmm. Like it's about harmony. Like sometimes things Ooh, are going like to be really that. hard. And like, you know, if you think about a song, sometimes things go like really high and like hardcore and then like the perfect mixtape, it slows down. Mm-hmm. You were talking about it, you know, in couples, like you bring them up, you bring them down. Yeah. It's the in between, like there's a harmony amongst it all. Yeah. But I think that that's really important. And I think there was something and there was another TikTok I saw. <laughs> oh, and I love TikTok. TikTok is so enlightening to me and I love it. But it was, it was kind of like, oh, I was, it was like the other day I was like, there is not enough like girl balls vibes to get me through the day. Like I have the energy of a lobotomized sloth. Mm-hmm. Like, and I really had to be like, it is okay to have those days. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just now getting to that point. So like things that I do for my health is like, slow down, take a day, like Five years ago, six years ago, probably longer than that, one of my, like, lead artists for my hair and makeup company was like, you need a day off. And I'm like, what? Well, no, me? No. And now, like, Mondays are my day office. Mm -hmm. And so I do, like, office things. I'm like, this is, like, an exception to my rule of, like, being off. But I enjoy, like, I look forward to waking up and being like, I don't have to physically go do makeup or hair or do a photo shoot or whatever. I get to come talk to you and it's a more chill day and I can run errands and do stuff. And I'm like, that's letting myself have off time because like personally, I'm not a person that chills. Like I don't just like chill. 
not right. who I am. Like rest I'm, for me yesterday was like building a shelf outside. Thank you. On um, one of my first dates with my and boyfriend. I was super pumped. Yeah. We were he was like, let's chill. And he comes over and I'm like building IKEA furniture. Yes. And he's like, this is not chill. I'm like, this is chill. Right, because I've been staring at this box and this shelf, and I've been wanting to do it forever. And so to be able time. to get to do it is super exciting to me. Mm-hmm. That's chill. Like, so exciting yeah. to me. I, I hundred million ten percent get that. And but. so yeah, and then I went shopping because I had to do some stuff, and I was telling my husband I've I've been looking for like new like office furniture for mm-hmm. my office, just some place so when I sit with a client, I'm not sitting across a desk like we can sit. So I was testing out chairs yesterday. I broke one of the chairs. That was a total story for another day. But like it was just but it was one of those things I got home and I was like, this was like a really busy chill day. Mm-hmm. It and it was relaxing. awesome. Yeah. Because I haven't gotten to do just like that in so long. Yeah. And I realized like how much sometimes rest looks different. Mm-hmm. And that's what mine like, looks like. But not yeah. to my boyfriend. My boyfriend's rest is like total veg out and to me that's anxiety inducing well and it's funny because my husband is sick right now he has like a bad sinus infection we've tested him for covid it's not covid but he has a bad sinus infection and he like went and like he's a go 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 person because Mm -hmm. he's when he gets home that's those are his days home and you would think they'd be like oh i'm resting because he's been straight at work but he just like does stuff that's the only time he gets to do stuff around the house and he kept just like going back to the couch and was like ben Stop trying to get the yard done. Just okay. sleep. It can wait. I promise. Like, we're mm-hmm. not going to get kicked off the street today. Yeah. And and you see it in, like, the like going back to, like, the girl boss vibes and, like, we're talking about your husband chilling. Yeah. One of my makeup artists, it really struck me, like, okay, we need some chill in our lives. And she made this comment. She she got COVID. And she was, like, had makeup appointments coming up. And she was like, oh, my God. She's like, oh, no, it wasn't that. She had a surgery. It was before she had COVID. She had a surgery yeah. in COVID. Um, she had surgery. And she's like, I mean, I just really feel like I need to just girl boss through this. And I was like, no, Bailey, you had surgery. We will cover your makeup appointments. You need to recover. And, like, I think that me even saying that is so different from my personality, like the growth that I've had. And I think boudoir has helped with me with having like the downtime and realizing that you need chill. Um, But like to be able to tell her like, no, you need to chill. It's okay. Like I don't need you to girl boss through like surgery. Yes. It's okay. Well, I know. So we went to Disney and like, I pretty much was like off. Like I told everybody like this, is what it is. I had an automatic reply to my emails. Like Mm -hmm. it's what it was. And that's one thing because I'm still in connection with people. I'm still in the States. And I know we're going to Bermuda. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrified. It's like not till August and it's anxiety inducing because I'm like, what am I going to miss? Yeah. And I'm like, that's awful. Like if I already have anxiety, like it's a sign that I need to like rest. Yeah. Like you need to get used to like turning off. You oh, know? I can't do that yet. I'm not there. You're, so, you're better than me. But, well, it's, I recognize it. It doesn't mean I'm doing it. It just means I'm recognizing it. But it is. It's one of those things that it's like, and I remember one of the people, the travel agents was like, well, you can buy a $10 plan and you can be connected. I'm like, but I think the fact that I have such anxiety means I don't need to. See, and I buy the $10 plan. Like I, well, I'm probably cruise ships, go- I have. <laughs> I think I am from the mother perspective. I think it's like one of the things I have to work on is like, you're buying this so that you're, you know, the people watching your children can, are able to get a hold of you. Yeah, but are you going to be more, are you going to have more anxiety from not being able to connect than well, you that's will? Why, so I'll probably buy the $10 plan, but I, what I have to work on is that the $10 plan is for a very specific thing, mm-hmm. not 
to work while you're on vacation. See, and I because there is nothing I do for work that can wait. They can't wait. That can't wait. See, and my thing, like I buy the ten dollars. So we travel internationally a good bit, and I buy the ten dollar plan. And I wake up early because I like to wake up early. I get my work done in the morning. Like I work like one or two hours, and then I have this like sense of relief and like, oh. I've done stuff. I've answered the things. You don't really need me. My assistants know. And, like, I've been connected, and now I'm done. And and that gives Good me peace. You. Like, I, I know it, like, sounds bad because I can't completely disconnect, but I know that I'll be anxious, and I know myself that I'll be like, what am I missing? Well, but I think that also goes back to that line that, like, is so Knowing where think, it is. I think one of the biggest things you can do, and I think you get it through so many things, whether it be photography, whether it be actual therapy, whether it be eating, whatever it is, right? Just self-exploration, whether it be scrolling the TikToks and listening for sounds that connect with you. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is that's therapy for other people, but I think it's kind of like knowing like what induces anxiety and fear in me. And like, what does it say? Like, where do I need to really examine and change the behavior? And where is it like, okay, well, how can I respond to this anxiety instead of reacting to it? Right. And so I think that's just good. I don't know. Yeah, get ahead of it and, like, figure out yourself. And, well, I was talking to David, one of my photographers, and we were talking about how he hates vacations. And I was like, you hate vacations? He's like, yeah, I get bored. And I'm like, what do you mean get bored? He's like, I get get bored. Like, I don't want to just, like, sit in a place. He's like, I was like, but we, so we we shoot um, destination stuff all the time, right? right? I love it. We go to Vegas. And I go for, like, two weeks, and I shoot, and I do hair and makeup, but it's so much fun. We shoot in the desert, all this stuff, blah, blah. He had so much fun while we were in Vegas. And I was like, that was a vacation. He's like, but it was a working vacation. I was like, so maybe what you need is a working vacation. Maybe you, when you go on vacation, like with your girlfriend or whatever, be like, I need to shoot stuff. I need to feel like I have a purpose. I need to go and like set up a shoot and do this stuff. It's like, that's what I have to do to feel like I'm accomplishing something. I go to Mexico with my boyfriend. I set up boudoir shoots because I love it. It gives me something to do. It's enjoyable. I can look back at the pictures. Well, I think it's also the definition of do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Like that that figure of speech, as cheesy as it is, is 100% true. Oh, yeah. And so I was talking to to David and I was like, well, maybe, you know, I saw that you love this. Like, what did you love about going to Vegas and, and shooting and working and all this stuff? And he was like, it gave me a purpose. And so then I got to like do the shoot, you know, think about it, set up the stuff for it, and then talk about it later. And then meet people that enjoyed it. We did a photo walk. We trained other photographers. We like went out into the desert, into the mountains with a model. And we were like talking about like how we shoot and like how to pose this model. And they got to actually like see me and David work together in tandem. Like, oh my gosh, I'll literally shoot and are over each other at the same time. Like, yeah. And he's like, I found so much joy in that. It made the rest of the trip so much enjoyable and so much more enjoyable. And I was like, exactly. So maybe take some of that with you because, like, he travels to Thailand with his family, and some of the things that he brings back are, like, stories, but beautiful images of places in Thailand. And he talks about the photos he takes. I'm like, it's okay to need that. Like, it's all right, right. to vacation differently. And, Absolutely. And that's great. And so that's something that I do, he does, and there's no shame in that. Absolutely. And I think I, I think that's really the thing. It's, like, what works, yes, yes, all the yes. Yeah, it goes back to what works for you. Right. Absolutely. And I think, I don't know, I just think people have this expectation. And I think that's something that social media has done is kind of like, this is what it should look like. Or they assume like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, really just figure out what works for you. Yeah. Well, that's the purpose, like you said, of the thin fat line and like it moving because 
One of the things when I envisioned that, and you were saying that artist painted mm-hmm. it for you, like I can't imagine a thin fat line without curves. Think right. about it. It's a curve. Like it's a flow right. and an ebb. And right. It's exactly. I think so many times, like I look at the line as like one of those like graphs. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. ebbs and flows. And so I just think, and sometimes that ebb and flow is like, I'm really like on like a really healthy place for myself. And then sometimes I'm like, hmm. This ain't so good. It's Girl Scout cookie season. Yeah, like, it just, you know, it is what it is. And I think just kind of knowing that even when it's unhealthy, it doesn't necessarily make it bad. It makes it, like, kind of, like, a lesson or just fun. Yeah. And you can be okay with it. And then you don't have any shame in it. And you're like, all right, this is a thing. Right. Well, and I think that's really one of the things that I'm like, it doesn't ever have a place in any kind of healthy life is shame. No. Because it'll put you on a carousel, just circle and circle and circle mm-hmm. and circle. And that, like, that's something that we work through with women, men, men and women, about. is like the shame around their body. And like, we get clients who come in when they're doing their boudoir sessions, and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, we get the gamut of I have these stretch marks, and I'm I don't want to show them or my tummy or whatever." And then we have women who come in and are like, "I mean, that made a human, like." That's well, who I am. It's funny you say that because, like, as, you know, my brain's – and I'm like, next time I really need to be, like, have this scar on my back. But I also now on my stomach because I've had melanoma twice. They've cut off there. I've had staph infections, and then I had laparoscopic surgery. So I look like I've been in a knife fight, yeah. like, on my stomach. And I'm like, I really want to do a shoot that, like – like a photo that like embraces that, like that really is like, look at my knife fight, bitches. Right. Like, but, that's, but this is what kept me alive because right. if you wouldn't have done all those things, right, you wouldn't be here. Right. And so it's just, it's so cool. And I think it's celebrating those things and maybe celebrating isn't the word, but like really honoring those things. And embracing the fact so, that it happened. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So now we get to the point because we could go on forever and we're going to, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm pulling it up so we know how to spell it. <laughs> Same. That's okay. Okay. So, so much more to offer. Like, (laughs) Tina has so much more to offer. You can follow Bosley on TikTok, too. Yes. And I'm trying to do posing things because, like, you want to know, like, you said, like, you got got up the time and you were like, hello. I like, sat up and I turned and, like, it was was great. I got tricks for all that, yeah. And so, for those of you that aren't Cajun or (laughs) French, Bosley means beautiful sun. Yeah. Okay. So, it's B-E-A-U-S-O-L-E-I-L. Boudoir and portrait. Yeah. And so. you can find us, Beausoleil Boudoir, um, on Instagram, Facebook. We have a private Facebook group um, that you can join, and we post images of our um, clients and, you know, of course, people who've given permission for that. And then, like, tips and tricks, you'll get to meet me, Stacy, Max, David, all the whole crew, um, and really get a feel for what we do. Um, and that's our our uh, VIP crew, our boudoir. And you really, like, you usually kind of tell them first, like, what's coming up, if you have any, like, Yeah, when we travel. So we do Vegas. So. Um, we'll be in Vegas, and we'll be in Boston this year. When are you going to be in Boston? Um, it's going to be in November. It's going to be okay. cold. So. I'll be in Boston in August. So it's like, when are you going to be I in know, Boston? right? When are you going to be in Vegas? Um, I can be in Vegas anytime because we're not going to Vegas to our tenure, which is in two years. So. Okay, yeah. So we yeah. do Vegas and we'll be in Boston. And then I travel. I do a lot of destination stuff. I really love shooting at the beach. I love shooting. Like we, so some of our things are like um, the world is your bedroom. So you don't have to just like keep it in the bedroom. It can be. It can uh, be on a cruise ship balcony. It can be, yeah, anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The world is your bedroom. It is your boudoir. I love it. So definitely follow her and just remember to honor your body for what it does and Mm -hmm. not what it looks like. Exactly. Embrace it all. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. It was super. It was so fun. Yes. All righty. Bye, guys.
Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thin Fat Line. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.